Hey everybody, good evening, or good morning. I record these in the evening, but you get them in the morning. Um, hi, welcome to the Creative Mentor Podcast. My name is Lauren, and I'm your Creative Mentor. As a quick recap, this podcast is for people who are just starting out or just pivoting their careers, or if you've kind of been in the design industry for a while and you wanted to kind of check up on some resources, this is the place for you. I just started this podcast out of a necessity I kind of saw online. Um, I'm a th almost 30-year-old millennial TikTok fan. Um, and the more time I spent on TikTok, the more I saw really frustrated art students. And I remember feeling just like them and not having any idea what to do. And the education I was paying an arm and a leg for couldn't tell me what to do. And the older I got and the more I got into my profession and the people around me in my profession, I kind of found that there was this big gap to fill with this exact point. So that's what this podcast is for. Um, it's okay if you're listening to this for the first time and you haven't been hanging out with us for a little bit, a little while, but I do want you to know I do talk about some concepts from the weeks prior because I have organized this podcast to be kind of like a class. It's free for you though. It's okay. And maybe this is interesting and maybe this isn't, but uh, last week we talked a bit about money. That's the theme of this month, money. Um... I went over salaries, I went over percentiles in the sense of like experience to dollars, I went over um, kind of how titles and figures work, and today we're going to talk about taxes. And I know if you're like me, especially if, you knew, if you're in your earlier 20s or you're kind of new at the creative job thing or the job thing at all, you hear the word taxes and you go, that's what my parents worry about. <laughs> and trust me, I was like you. But I will say taxes are confusing and taxes are overwhelming. And one time I took a personal finance class. I know. What kind of responsible person am I? And my teacher said, the smarter you can get at taxes, the less of them you'll pay. And honestly, because we are in the 2021 pandemic still, hi, hello. If you're watching me on YouTube, I'm in my room. Welcome. We're all home. Um, but he said, or it, bleh. in the 2021 pandemic, um, we are kind of seeing how big business and rich people don't pay any taxes and we all pay all the taxes and how that sucks. So let me kind of explain how, maybe not how it got this way, because I don't think anyone knows, um, but kind of how this is relevant to you. And I really want you to try to take something away and make yourself listen to this whole thing, because if you're more savvy about your money, you're going to make better decisions. And overall, you're going to be more comfortable, so you're going to be more happy. And I know I was talking a lot about setting your creative goals and defining what success means for you in a career. And just really quick, I want to take a sidebar because it's relevant. Um, I've been meandering TikTok, like I've said, and there's this huge um, discussion happening around feeling guilty for using your creative work to make money. It, it it sounds and feels really counterintuitive and I actually had a whole podcast I was going to do about that and I might move it up a little bit, but it's a really big point of um, 
fear, discussion, and contention online right now. And I think a lot of people need to hear that we live in a society, whether we like it or not, and taxes fall into this too. But we live in a society, whether we like it or not, we need to pay our rent. We need to pay our bills. We need to be able to have a livable wage. And just because you're an artist or a creative in any capacity of the word doesn't make it wrong to capitalize on that. I'm not saying you need to capitalize all your hobbies and create a bunch of side hustles. That's that's what millennials are for. <laughs> but I'm I'm saying that it's okay. And in fact, it's kind of the biggest hack in the world. If you can figure out how to be a creative for monetary gain and a creative for joy for yourself, those can be the same thing and they can also be different things. For me personally, I'm a graphic designer as my day job, as my trade. And for my joy, I make stupid little videos that I edit and share with my friends. And I draw and I post my drawings, but kind of not really anymore because it's not fun. So you can kind of separate being a creative that way in a way that in your mind it functions differently for you. So you still enjoy both things if you don't enjoy them as the same thing. So I just want to kind of take a pause there and say that that is absolutely relevant. It is absolutely something we all navigate as we kind of figure out what our career is to us, what it means to be successful, what it means to um, work with our creativity and use our creativity for capital gain, which just means your societal duty is being used. You are utilizing your creativity to fulfill your societal duty to pay taxes, to pay for your life, to pay for maybe you have kids, pay for them. That is relevant and it's valid and it's okay. And I know it kind of sounds like I'm trying to avoid talking about taxes, but here we go. So if you're brand new to the game, Taxes have actually probably already affected your life. If you have a part-time job, if you're a dependent, which means you don't count on, um, or you do count on your parents' um, money, if you've never seen a tax form in your life, you're probably a dependent, which just means your parents kind of handle your living expenses and your job. If you work a part-time job, like for example, if you're like a kid working at Starbucks part-time, um, you probably don't make enough money to need to file taxes after a while, and I'll kind of get more into that. Um, but when you're a creative, taxes become a really relevant part of your business practice. If you, A, decide to start your own business or run like a shop that's like Etsy where you make money, maybe you make a couple thousand dollars uh, a month, maybe you make $100 a week, taxes are relevant to you in that situation. Um, maybe you're a freelance contractor and you work by yourself, which means you don't employ um, a creative talent agency to place you with work. You will then be responsible for a couple of taxes that suck. And I'll kind of get into it just so that you know but essentially, you're responsible for your income tax and what is called a self-employed tax. And they are two different things. Um, 
So when you're coming up with your rates, that is a super relevant thing to keep in mind so that you make sure you're getting paid what you need to be paid and that Uncle Sam doesn't take all your money with none left for you. And then the third thing to kind of really keep in mind as is relevant to us as working people is um, just how you're employed because that determines your tax because all of us, whether we're part-time workers, full-time workers, freelancers, business owners, all are charged income tax. So what is income tax? Income tax is kind of this general number that's taken out of our income. So if you're paid $70,000 a year, a big percentage of that is taken out from your company or whatever to pay tax on your income and to pay for things like Social Security and Medicaid. And everybody pays that. And so when you hear like old, quote unquote, old people being like, Medicare, Medicaid, burp, 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 that's like what they're pissed about because the tax brackets change. What is a tax bracket? Well, depending on how much you make determines how much you're taxed. So, and like, this is kind of where we get into some like meme territory for some people where people are like, if, if you shake the shampoo bottle to get every last bit of shampoo out of there you don't need to worry about joe biden's tax plan and um what kind of like makes that meme funny is that one nobody has any money stop worrying about it because the big contention was he's gonna raise taxes for you but what that actually means is if you make four hundred thousand dollars or more a year your income's just taxed higher So tax brackets are a certain amount of money you make a year determines how much of all this income tax you owe. And income tax, just to be clear, typically, if you're like just a regular old employee somewhere, comes out of every paycheck automatically. Or when you're signing up all the paperwork with HR at your job, that is where uh, you probably come across some questions like, I don't know what this means, where it's like, do you does the government withhold any part of your income? Do you owe child support in any way? That affects how your company gives part of those wages around in a paperwork sense. And if your stuff doesn't match up with the IRS at tax time, then you have a bigger problem. But let me just kind of go into um, income tax brackets because... This is also how you can just help come up with prices for yourself or if you're, again, a business owner or a freelancer, how you can kind of help make some decisions for yourself. So if you make just shy of $10,000 to $40,000 a year, you're taxed about 12%. So your total gross income, which is the total amount of money you make before all of the taxes, you're taxed 12% on, which isn't too bad. I mean, it sucks if you're already making so little to have that much taken away, but that's not too bad. And then when you're in the 20 or when you make more than $40,000, but under $85,000, you're in the 22% tax bracket. And what that means is that everything taxed over $40,000, I believe, is where that 22 is. So then here's where people get really, really pissed off about stuff. Um, if you make 85 to $163,000 a year, they just get taxed to 
So that's just 2% more than what is supposed to be middle class income, which is forty to $85,000 a year. Um, whereas if you made less than 40, you're at 12. So like, that's where people start getting like pissed off about taxes and yelling at the news and all that stuff, if that helps. And then if you make 160 to $200,000 a year, you're taxed 32%. And then, like I said, Joe Biden was going to add more tax for people who made 400,000 or more. And also all of that is not set in stone. Tax rules change all the freaking time. And that is also why... If you don't know what you're talking about, it's totally cool to just go to a tax person. In fact, I've been going to someone for my taxes since I've been paying taxes and I ask them a zillion questions and I'm there for like three hours every time. And it's just important to know. And also just because it's relevant in the news, um, if you trade stocks or um, cash in your crypto for money, you owe tax on the total amount that you will be receiving. Um, I don't know what the tax rates are for that, but just pretty much any time anyone pays you for any reason outside of family or gifts, you're taxed on it. So why are all of these numbers relevant to me? Um, because when people want to hire you as a contractor for X amount of months and you um, aren't with an agency that's going to handle your taxes for you. We covered this a little bit before and maybe it didn't make the most sense back then, but there are some creative talent agencies that put you in temporary working conditions where you can contract for companies that have relationships with your agency for a couple months at a time. So just as like a pure example, you could go contract graphics work with Adidas for two months and then you can go contract work with Nike for four months and then you can go contract work with Wilson Sporting Goods for like six months. And instead of having to keep track of all of that paperwork and do taxes for each of those projects and how much income you made and blah, 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 blah. Some of the perks of talent agencies that place creatives is you're their employee and you just get a W-2, which is notated as one job because those companies pay your agency and then your agency pays you. So that's kind of the best example I can give you for um, how taxes are relevant to our kind of work as creatives. And in deciding when you may want to try to do one thing over the other, Maybe you want to try it as a, out as a contractor, work as in-house. That was my route. I kind of did um, the opposite, it seems, of like how some people work. Or you might be a creative director somewhere for a while and be like, I'm tired of doing the same thing all the time and take on a bunch of clients at a higher price point and yada, yada, yada. Uh, or you're like me, too. I'm actually experimenting with turning my Etsy store into a full business. Um, that's a whole other set of things to talk about. But um, because I'm using a shop third party, being Etsy, they ask me for a bunch of tax information for my business, yada, yada. And I have it's a form I have to keep track of. And then there's all these forms that are called W-2s or 1099s or all kinds of stuff and that's kind of where tax codes get like super tricky but I just really want to drive this home for people because I think a lot of uh, fresh out of school people don't know this but if you are an independent contractor or a freelancer you are responsible for your income tax and your self-employed fees to cover Medicare 
and um, social security and because America has a law where you have to have health insurance some way, somehow, because our health insurance is awesome here, you're responsible for that too. So that's a lot of fees you got to keep track of. And typically the rule of thumb is that um, for every job that you have, you need to put away 30% of it to cover all of those things. Um, So I believe, let me double check this. Um, Freelancers are responsible for paying a self-employment tax of 15.3% to cover the Medicare and the um, Social Security. I'm trying to find where that other number was because I'm actually looking at the TurboTax reference um, site for these specific numbers to try to give you the most up-to-date information. But um, I'll find it and put it in the Patreon. Um, Again, have a Patreon. It is free. There is some premium content there. We'll get into that at the end of this. But I I just want to reiterate, I do it every time about this time in the podcast because it becomes relevant. Um, Everything I mentioned in the podcast for the week, uh, if you need a reference, if you need a link, if you need the YouTube video of whatever... All of it will be on my Patreon for free. I am not interested in putting a paywall up to this information for you. Um, So please go to my Patreon. It's the Creative Mentor Patreon. Um, I'm going to have all this reference material there for you. I'll put this TurboTax uh, website reference up there so you can get the correct percentages. I'll kind of point over to the IRS site that um, is the reference for tax brackets so you can kind of check your numbers. Um, And everybody handles their contracts differently if they're independent contractors, but there's obviously income tax calculators and tax information and adjustment stuff and yada yada. And now that you have this context for like what this is for and why it's relevant to you, you can make some better decisions for pricing out projects or um, deciding how much you want to jump around uh, because the filing taxes brings you anxiety and it freaks you out and you have more value in staying in one place. That's great. Uh, if you like all this stuff, some people are super businessy, um, then go for it. Jump around, get wild, or call your tax man or get a tax man. Um, and what I mean by that, that sounds kind of complicated. It's like when someone's like, find a lawyer, and you're like, what? <laughs> Finding a tax man is as simple as just going to somewhere like H&R Block. Um, Not to plug them in particular, but I've been going to H&R Block since, um, I think, 2014 to the point where um, I'm like a weird preferred member. It's kind of like car insurance when you're with something for a while. You get like all these perks. And just a draw to me personally for um, uh, H&R Block is that they give you audit protection. So if for whatever reason, because you don't know what's going on, the guy doing your taxes messes up, then they pay for all the legal fees if you're ever audited. And if you don't know what an audit is, that is when your uh, income to tax ratio or whatever looks super sketchy and the IRS is like, you might be laundering money. What's going on? And then they go into every detail of your finances and it sucks and then that's where like white collar crime typically takes place if you're guilty so 
that was a lot of information about taxes that you never thought like would apply to you and seems overwhelming but don't let it deter you from like trying to do your own thing all right i'm just saying it's a factor in the process so that's basically the gist of um taxes i kind of wanted to tell you about um again if you're just a full-time employee somewhere your company handles all of this and at the end of the year you just get a w-2 and whoop there you go you just handle that you hand it into TurboTax, whatever um one last thing i kind of want to touch on um is some old lady shit so you hear a lot about 401ks if you work a job and 401ks and roth iras are all retirement things and me personally, um, I think it's a little unrealistic at times to think people can use a certain percentage of their paycheck to scroll away for retirement because it's very obvious right now in the American economy there is not equal pay for a lot of things. And, um, you know, the rate and cost of living has long skyrocketed plat past a livable wage so I just want to say I do understand that and I do think a lot more people than not are unable to afford the things I'm about to talk about next but they're just something to consider and think about and something that's um it's not even old school it's just a standard practice for full-time employment uh, just depending on the size of the company that you work for, they typically will offer 401ks or Roth IRAs. And what how taxes uh, factor into that is it's pre-taxed money. Anytime you hear the term pre-tax, your ears should perk up because essentially it's interest-free money. It's money you get to use a hundred percent of and no percentage of it goes to the government we like that right so if you work for a company that offers that what that does is that puts a portion of the income you want to put away it's typically a percentage of your paycheck and just to give you sort of an ex uh, a good um not necessarily example but um a good average the average person who is putting money away for their 401k or Roth IRA is putting 5% of their paycheck into that. And what is pretty common as well is companies will match you. So I put a dollar into my retirement, company puts a dollar in, now I have $2. I put $3 in, they put $3 in, I now have $6. And then it accrues interest forever until you retire. So if your company does that and you can already afford to put a percentage, you can put a lower percentage. Literally anything is better than zero. Uh, in my opinion, I am not a financial advisor. I am just telling you what these things mean and what people typically do. Um, so you never want to leave money on the table if you can help it. I know sometimes we can't help it. But if you're already going to put 5% in, make sure that your company can match it. If they can't, again, stuff's better than zero. But typically, that's what it is. So you putting 5% in, your 401k is getting 10%. 
before taxes. So that is 100% of all the money that goes in there. And another thing that'll happen, like if you live in a big city like I do, is your company will offer you transportation perks with your paycheck. You still have to pay for it, but they'll do it with tax-free money. So instead of paying $100 for something because there's no tax on it, it might cost me $80, for example. Illinois taxes are really, really high, so maybe that math's not great. But the idea is if you hear tax-free, that's 100% money. Because in real life, all of our money is actually like 3% somebody else's at all times, if you really think about it. Going to the grocery store, all of that is taxed. Going to the drugstore, all of that is taxed. Buying clothes, all of that is taxed. You pay tax at the end. But if it's tax-free, you're just paying for what you see, which is awesome. We love that. We stand. Um, so these are kind of how to get that kind of rolling in your mind. And it's okay if you're not perfect right off the bat. I'm not kidding. I feel like this year is the first time since I've been working since 2013 that I really kind of understand taxes for myself to be making smarter choices to keep more of my money. So you can kind of see how that makes sense now. You want to try to keep, it's like that teacher told me, you want to keep as much of your own money as possible. And when you can think like this, you can make decisions that help you keep more money for you and not paying into government, the government, because I don't think a lot of us are fans of the government right now anyway. So these are all things to consider. And again, I just want to say if you need 100% of your paycheck and you can't squirrel away money, that's fine. There are other solutions for that all over the place. And if that's something that's really, really important to you, maybe you should seek out a financial advisor at that point. There's a lot of ways to consider how this cake is cut. But as far as being creatives, being freelancers, being small business owners, and being workers, these are kind of the main points to touch on to consider why you make the decisions about your money that you do to make sure you're keeping as much of your money as possible and to make sure you're being paid fairly for your freelance work, your contract work, and as a worker regardless. So again, all of this will be on Patreon, all these reference points that I'll make. Um, and I do have some premium content available on Patreon. Um, as we wrap up, I'll get into it. So um, I'm just going to kind of go through my tiers really quick because if they interest you, then we can have some real fun. So I have a my $2 tier and that's called Brian's Coworker Corner. If you don't know who Brian is by now, get ready. Brian is my administrative assistant and he's also my beta fish. He's aggressive, he's fast, he takes all of my calls and he schedules all of my meetings. And he'll make sure that you get the podcast a week early. And we're going to have a Patreon only support group community and what I really hope to do with this is to grow it so that we can all talk to each other and we can kind of check our work environments against each other, bounce ideas off of each other, learn from each other in having different experiences. I'm not going to experience the huge range of things everybody's going to encounter in their career. And so I can do this on my own, but it's way better if we do it together. So that's what the $2 tier gets you. It's $2 a month stuff for free, stuff early. It's not stuff for free if you're paying $2. Stuff early, all of that, Brian's Coworker Corner. 
And then for $7, in some other podcasts I've said five, I don't know why I do that. But for $7, we just have, um, you know, the download club. And essentially what that is, is at the end of every month, I'm going to have a workbook for you because listening to these podcasts over and over to try to find a reference point to something I've said takes too long and it can be overwhelming. So every month I come out with a little PDF booklet for you of all of the topics we covered from the first week to the last week. And you can download it, you can fill it out, you can check off the checklist. I have a bunch of stuff in there, questions to ask yourself, resource links that are also on the Patreon, but I put them in the PDF for you to keep, do whatever you want with. And um, I, so I keep that going for you because I actually take a lot of care in like mapping out what we're talking about when we're talking about it so that they all flow into each other. So hopefully in theory over time, you'll just kind of collect this full workbook after a while. And I just hope that it's helpful for you because I also know some of you read and retain information way better than listening and doing something else so that's what the seven dollar tier gets you and then uh you might not know it but i have a famous pet boa constrictor his name's ruben <laughs> if you're watching me on youtube he's always in frame his his tank is right over here i built it myself i'm pretty proud of it um but if you're a fan of my like work personally and you follow me on Instagram and you kind of see what I'm like just doing in my life and behind the scenes, um, he has a sticker club. So every month we'll send you a couple of stickers. You get all the previous tier perks before that. But it's it's just some nice mail, you know, from us. And Ruben the Snake has fans. Everyone in my office really loves him and it really entertains me. They ask me more about what Ruben's up to than what I'm up to. <laughs> <laughs> so we have Ruben's sticker corner or sticker club. And then um, the last tier is $20. But hear me out. It, it gives you a personal email to me personally. You, you don't talk to Brian first. You just come to me and you can send me questions about your resume. You can send me your portfolio to review. If you're kind of like extra lost or needing some extra attention, we can kind of work through that. And also, if you've been listening to me for a while at this point, you know I'm a big, huge fan of LinkedIn. It's like the number one business social media. It's the new modern business card. If you don't have a LinkedIn, please reconsider getting one go back into the catalog of podcasts and see why it's so important. I might even bring it up again, but we can be LinkedIn buddies. We can connect on LinkedIn if you join this tier and you can kind of take a look at what I do and how I work on there and how I build um, networks and stuff and whatever. And I, I just really think it would help to be buds. So those are all my tiers. But again, as a reminder, I'm not trying to keep a paywall up for you guys for this information. So links, um, podcasts, videos, stuff I'm working on will all be on the Patreon for anyone to see. If you just like those extra little bits, you know, throw a couple bucks over there. I do this after work all the time. Sometimes I do this on my lunch break. I don't know if my coworkers listen to me, but you know, what's up? Um, so yeah, that's taxes. They suck. They're relevant to our life. And the more you can understand them, the more of your money you can keep. And that's the end goal. So I hope that was helpful. And next week, we're going to talk about how to talk about what you do, which doesn't sound like it's hard, but it kind of is. 
And, you know, I think just as a little taste, you could hear how my first couple podcasts went. And I think I was just super nervous and I didn't sound as confident as I do now because I really do know what I'm talking about. So um, (laughs) I want to teach you how you can do that. And I don't want to manipulate you into rehearsing things that feel unnatural. I want to help you tap into your natural instinct so that your natural voice comes out, but you can sound like the authority that you are on what you do and what you know, because we are all knowledgeable and we are all good at something. And so I want to find that in you. So we're going to talk about that next week. But for now, sit back, relax. Tax season is coming and I know it sucks, but you know what? Next tax season, we're going to be 100% better at it. So I hope this was helpful and I will talk to you guys next week.